the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Mark Longoria. Hey, God bless you. It's a great day to be alive. My name is Mark Longoria, Director of Ministry Development here at AM630 KSLR. Thank you for listening to The Word in South Texas. And this program today... As uh, you can find it every uh, weekend at the same time, it's called the Church of the Week. It's my pleasure every week at the same hour to introduce you to a pastor in and around our area uh, because we want to make sure that you are well aware of the wonderful churches that are uh, in and around our city so that you can be involved in the local community church. If you're up in the northern part of San Antonio or further up into the hill country, maybe out in New Braunfels area, we've got a great pastor that we want you to meet today. His name is Pastor Jaime Jimenez. He's a pastor of Creekside Fellowship in New Braunfels. Pastor, welcome to the studio. Well, thanks for having me, Mark. Absolutely. Good to have you. Uh, our whole time together here is just going to be getting to know you, getting to know about the ministry. So let's start out before we talk about the ministry. Let's uh, let's hear from you. Who is Jaime Jimenez? Well, I, I was not from the area, actually. I, I moved here as fast as I could. I'm from Edinburgh, Texas. Hey, I'm Grand. from Harlingen. Awesome. <laughs> the Valley Heights. That's right. Well, I tell you, I moved up here in 2000 with just the intention of uh, my wife and I. Uh, she was attending at, the, at that time SWT, Southwest Texas. As soon as we graduated, uh, she, she would graduate, rather. Uh, she would, we would go back south. And it didn't happen that way. God had different plans. Uh, we come to know Christ through a, an, attending a church there in the New Braunfels area, mm-hmm. and eventually we ended up in ministry school. And here we are today uh, launching, we launched a church, rather, in 2013, uh, and it's been such a wonderful, wonderful experience for us. And yeah. we're still going at, at uh, in ministry, and it's been over now total, I'd say, uh, over 13 years. Wow. 13 years in ministry. That's correct. So when in your life did you decide you were going to be you know, a pastor or your ministry was going to be a big part of your life? Well, I, I didn't know. I, yeah. Actually, I mentioned this to you earlier, but I had every intention to become a motivational speaker. I graduated from University of Texas Pan American down in Edinburgh and in communication degree, speech com. And so I wanted to, my whole desire was just to become a motivational speaker. And yeah. actually, it would just make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And in the process of doing that, uh, God got a hold of my heart. And through a service, I attended it there in one of the churches I mentioned, a local church. And that changed. Mm. Now, initially, I I just fell in love with God. I knew of him, but I didn't have a relationship with him. And eventually, um, he when, when what happened next was I began to have that relationship through a lot of the ministry that I was helping with, from serving coffee mm. to greeting to mission trips and so much more. And the more I got into this, actually, Mark, the, the more I realized I wanted to do it for my life as, a, yeah. as, a, as, as a, something that I would do forever. Mm. Was there a struggle in your mind initially when you started feeling like 
You know, <laughs> you're, you're, the Lord's leading you to ministry, but your mindset is somewhere else. No, it, it didn't come till later. Actually, yeah. uh, initially, I was so in in love with God and what He was doing in me, and what He mm. was He was transforming me. Really, uh, the Romans twelve two is so, such yeah. me, so me. I didn't know Him. I got began to know Him. He began to do some wonderful things in me. My family noted it. I noted it. And next thing you know, I was wanting just to serve him. And later on, because of the trials that do happen in ministry, as you may know, uh, that's when the challenges came. Mm-hmm. But I've learned, and, and this is what happened. I settled that in my heart already. It's, this is what I'm going to do for yeah. the rest of my life. Amen. How, how can you help somebody that is uh, facing those challenges today? Maybe they're in ministry and mm-hmm. getting down uh, feeling a little down or uh, having second thoughts, uh, how would you encourage somebody, based on your experience, to continue to do the work that God has called them to do? Well, I think uh, one of the things that's really helped me is having a wonderful wife, Olga, has truly been a blessing to me, an encouragement. I, mm. I would say if that person has a spouse, you know, if that spouse is encouraging them, listen to them, first and foremost. Yeah. The other thing is, of course, go back to your first love, the time that you that you discovered that God put it laid it in your heart, really, and it, that it was a calling, not a job or necessarily a career. Yeah. It's a calling. And go back to that love and just rekindle that love. And, again, just have those people that support and love you around you all the time. And I think that's what I, I, would, I would encourage them. Also, just stay involved in the Word, Scripture, prayer time is so critical and important. Because I've had my struggles with that as well, and mm-hmm. I've had to just put aside the things that would just take away my attention from God and my purpose in life and just focus on Him and stay committed to Him. Mm-hmm. How can we continue that focus, uh, Pastor? If, uh, For example, let's say hypothetically, if you were that person that was going through the thought process of, oh, man, I really feel a, a, a calling and a lead to go this spiritual route. But in your mind, there's thoughts of, man, I'm not going to be flying across the country talking to corporate America. I'm not going to be making as much money. My name is not going to be as big as I thought it might be. Uh, how, how do you deal with that? I, I believe that's something you have to settle way in advance, yeah, even before you, you get into the ministry, because uh, there are many days, Mark, that I don't... Um, this, the struggles of a, of a startup in a church, and this is how I'll, I'll, share, I'll explain this. Um, there was not, there's never a lot of money, if, if, uh, uh, and you have to get that settled in your heart. The notoriety, the, uh, the getting to somebody getting to know you, you have to settle that in your heart that mm-hmm. it might not happen. And that's really not the important thing. It's where God has placed you for the purpose of the kingdom, yes. if I can say it that way. And just to minister to the people he'll place in front of you. I specifically asked God to take away the passion that I had for corporate America, The because, again, I wanted to make millions, and mm-hmm. I thought I would, and I believed that I would have, but that wasn't what God had for me. I yeah. wanted his purpose and his plan. I believe this, Mark. I believe that if God gives you purpose, in that purpose is power, and in that power there is passion. That's where Christ. Well, that's what kept Christ going mm-hmm. all the way through. He he was King of Kings and Lord of Lords upon this earth, but he didn't he didn't dwell on that, or he didn't stay with that in his mind. He served the people. I believe it has to be God's purpose in a man's 
or woman's heart to do ministry, and really yeah. that's their calling. Yeah, the everlasting reward, the supernatural, is far greater than what we can accomplish here. Most definitely. Most yeah. definitely. Awesome. Well, we're uh, talking to Pastor Jaime Jimenez, pastor of Creekside Fellowship uh, over in New Braunfels, if you're out in that area. Would like to visit the church. It's located at 2405 Lifehouse Industrial Drive, number 213. Again, 2405 Lifehouse Industrial Drive, number 213 in New Braunfels. If you'd like to call uh, Pastor uh, for some information, you can do so at 830-708-7503, 830-708-7503. And, of course, you can always find out more information about the ministry Creekside Fellowship by logging on to Sea Life Now. That's the letter C, lifenow.com. And uh, of course, you're always invited to uh, attend Sunday morning service, 10 30 a.m., there at Creekside Fellowship. Pastor, tell us about Creekside. What's going on there? You're three years old now? <laughs> yes, we are. That's awesome. Yes. And uh, I know you had some steady growth throughout the year. So tell us about the, the beginnings. Oh, yeah. wow. Mark, yeah. I tell you, the beginnings were uh, small. 25, 26 people in our living room. That's how we began. And what happened after that was we made a decision to maybe just search out the heart of God and what he would have for us. Mm-hmm. We moved into a, a coffee shop. Actually, we just borrowed the, from a good friend, my dear friend of mine, uh, in New Braunfels, and he says, you know what, you can use my coffee shop. You just go ahead and use it as much as you need it. And 50 people show up. Then we made a decision as a group, and I had a, a small group that I surrounded myself with, leaders that I knew would encourage me and also believed in the same vision that I have, which yeah. is to inspire and encourage people to live a complete life. Now, we moved into a very, um, as I mentioned to you earlier, it was acoustically it was the worst place we could have moved into. It was in basketball, uh, small gymnasium, bas- yeah. gymnasium exactly, yeah. right, by Land Apart. Yeah. And eventually we moved out of there into the our, what is now called uh, our Lifehouse Campus. Yeah. And we are expanding there. We're at uh, on an average Sunday. We have a good attendance of 130, 150 people, and, and that includes children. And we are looking into expanding to the suite next door to us because we are in a warehouse facility that has mm-hmm. been uh, built out. So wow. we're looking forward to that. Awesome. Is there a particular focus? I mean, I know that. You know, the kingdom is so large and you can do so much with the kingdom. But uh, there are some times where ministries have a particular focus, whether it might be missions or mm-hmm. uh, the prophetic or, you know, very big on Bible teaching or yeah. I don't know. What is your what is your focus? Do you have do you have one? That's a very good question. I, I currently uh, well, let me just take it back a step here and talk a little bit about my purpose statement. Sure. Which is to inspire and encourage people to live a complete life early in ministry I was which I am currently as well bivocational and I was serving in with a nonprofit agency within the school system and I noted something and I was doing social work by the way and uh, you know, helping out people with needs that they really had whether they're financial or or materials that might need uh, school supplies etc with the children one of the things I noted was there was a lot of incomplete, not necessarily brokenness, I would call it, but it, it was incompleteness. Mm. Colossians 2, verse 9 and 10 tells us that if you have Christ in your life, you're complete. You know, you're still going to have problems on the outside, but the inside should be a certain God is with me no matter what. And I begin to focus my ministry on people's hearts. Listen, if I was going to motivate in the corporate world, mm. I would tell people that they could do it. They could go beyond what their thought processes were and such. 
Well, I wanted to bring that kind of mindset, if you will, if I can just say it that way, to the people use, utilizing kingdom mm-hmm. mind or principles and word of God. And that's what we do. We build up the person to become the person that God has asked him to, or wants him to be, rather. And that's how we encourage them mm-hmm. and inspire them. Yeah. In a practical sense, um, how can someone find their purpose and live that complete life? Uh, if we just take someone, for example, that is just, they've been in church already for decades, mm-hmm. you know, good, good Christian people, gave their life to God, um, go to church, they're faithful, mm-hmm. but they re- they're just kind of in a routine, you know, just day by day routine. This is what I do. And there maybe they're identified by their job or what they do, but how can we truly seek and identify the purpose of our, of God individually, uniquely for our own lives? Well, that's a good question because I believe it comes through, first and foremost, just searching out the heart of God. And I think involvement, serving is one one way. I believe that, that all too often we have people that are just sitting in our, the pews of the church today waiting on someone to ask them. The reality is they have got to step into whatever's available to them. We call mm-hmm. them doors into the church. For example, we have a door of growth, what we call a growth track, where we help people understand, first and foremost, who we are as a church, who is Creekside, who is Jaime Jimenez and Olga Jimenez, where did we come from, where do we get this this passion, this drive to continually every Sunday go out and minister to people and, and serve people, where did we come from? The second thing we do through our growth track, we invite them to know Christ personally through their scriptures, through the scriptures, and also through prayer. And we provide information for them and resources so that they too can become more aware of what their calling is and their purpose. Then finally, we put them to work, so to speak. We, yeah. we give them the purpose. We hand it to them and say, here it is. Through a, an evaluation, a process, we, we specifically ask them some questions we do a personality background uh, back, um, personality uh, questionnaire yeah. we have them complete, as well as uh, we have the spiritual gifts assessment we do. Yeah. And then we tell them, yes, that we believe this is where you would serve the ministry or the, the kingdom best. Mm-hmm. And then we, we have them try it out. Mm-hmm. Not always do they, does it work for them? So we have them, if it doesn't work, six weeks later I tell them, you know what, try something else. Yeah. And try something else. So that's that's one of the practical ways. We also have... One of the things that's really been key for us here recently, Mark, was um, something we call Man Church. About a year ago, I discovered through another ministry that it's it's a good thing to help men understand their position, their place in the kingdom. Yeah. And all too often, men are found either at home sitting down on a Sunday morning, or if they're in, in the church, they're maybe bored or not really engaged. So we decided, I decided uh, about a year ago to start something we call Man Church. Every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock, the first thing that happens at 7 o'clock in the evening, the first thing that happens is we have dinner for the guys. And then we go right into an encouraging and inspiring message for them. It's only one hour long, and it's well worth their time. Mm. And there is definitely scripture being spoken. Uh, We utilize some materials by Dr. Ed Cole, who is uh, a great man of God, has now gone home to be with the Lord. Right. We utilize a lot of that material to, to help men to understand their place in the kingdom, but their place as a husband, as a father, even as a son. 
So those, those have been very instrumental in really strengthening uh, Creekside Fellowship over the last year. That's awesome. That's awesome that you do that. <clears throat> you know, we have, a, um, we have an annual event that we do for our community called the Back to School Bash where we help and yes. help our families around the community to get ready to go back to school. The kids go back to school and so with uh, free haircuts and backpacks and all that other stuff that a lot of ministries awesome. you know, do. But I say that to say that in, in the registration process of that year after year after year, we have an average of about 60% of the families that attend are single-family homes, right. of which of that 60%, 90% of them are single moms. Very few are dads. They're right. single moms. And so the, da- the dad isn't present. The male role model isn't there. Mm-hmm. And so that leads me to believe that these kids who don't have that positive male role model at home are having to find that, that role model elsewhere whether it's in gangs or whether it's with, you know, bad influences or maybe other good influences, maybe such as managed church. But a lot of the times those guys uh, end up, you know, on the wrong side because of, because of the fact that dad wasn't home. Now, I know that's something near and dear to your heart. That's why you have this man church. That's why you that's attend uh, these uh, intense men uh, camps over uh, at Jordan Ranch uh, with Pastor Jeff Watkins, a good friend of mine as well out of New Braunfels. Yeah. Um, but... Furthermore, if we can just drive that a little bit more, what, what can you say to a man today that's listening that says, yeah, I, I have a child or two, and I keep in touch with them every now and then, maybe around Christmas time or their birthday, but there's real, no real relationship. How can someone that has not had a relationship with their children already for quite some time mm-hmm. begin to have one now when it feels so awkward to start now, thinking, what if, what if they reject me because I haven't been there for the past 10 years? Why start now? Well, everything feels a lot of things feel awkward. Rather, um, when you first start off riding a bike, it feels awkward, like you're going to fall off, mm-hmm. and that is something that people stay on the bicycle. You know, they, they the child stays on until they get until they get to ride the bike. Let's to that man. I would say this. I would say, you know what? Take yourself out of the equation, so to speak. You know, let put your Put yourself in their shoes. What would they? What are they feeling? What are they going through? Because their struggles are in life, and as we all have them. Your your child's struggles. They they they're needing somebody to encourage and love them mm-hmm. through whatever they're going through. And I believe this, and just from personal experiences with my own children, I remember the days that I I did, wasn't around. I was two jobs, the Almighty dollars they said they call it was more important to me mark mm. and i did lose a lot of that time valuable time but here's where we can make it up time i think god just redeems that time many to understand that there's a purpose that they're on this earth there's a purpose that you were in that family there's a purpose you had that child and now is your time to make that count yeah for the kingdom of god again it's not about necessarily that man, but what God has to wants to even do through that child. Mm-hmm. And it could be that that man will strengthen that child even more by being around now a lot more supporting, loving, encouraging. And that's what we teach at Man Church. Mm. The past does not equal the future, they, I've heard said. And that is so true. Many to understand that there is a purpose for them, you know, so... That's how I would encourage that. Is, is that a coalism? The past is not equal to the future. <laughs> There's so many different ones. 
Um, okay, now switching switching over to the to the female. What would you say to that mom that has those kids at home? You know uh, that you know dad hasn't been around, or maybe maybe he is physically, mm-hmm. but he's just not there. You know, with the time that sh- he should be investing in his children, how can you help that mom today um, to help raise those kids in an environment without yeah. the dad? Well, you know, I believe that moms were super. We have a lot of super moms in the church. I know that even our church is is uh, has single moms who are. I don't know. They, they. I, I don't like to use a lot of words that would kind of demoralize or demean that mom. Like struggles, they they don't they struggle, but they they just have challenges. Sure, and those challenges by mom because they're so strong. Continue to do what you're doing, mom. Continue to support that child. Get involved in a church that and with really with a support group such as a church. We are one Creekside, and there's so many wonderful churches out here in the community. Get involved with a group that is going to give life unto you. In other words, we always say it this way at Creekside, we want to be life-giving unto others. And moms deserve to be uh, helped and, and served mm-hmm. in that way. So we provide some of, the, some of the, I believe, necessary nights out for moms and even for parents. We let them have a, a time for themselves, three hours off, go and, and, and enjoy. We got your kids. Awesome. And we do this because we love moms, single moms, we love single fathers as well, and we love parents. We know that it's, it's at times can be a, a challenge, but yeah. we believe that God has put you placed you here, and you need a little respite. That's fine. We'll get. We'll let you. We'll help you out with that. And then, you know, I believe that strengthens the the resolve of that mom or that father, that single parent. It says, you know what? I've got somebody to support me that loves me, and uh, I don't think that always happens without a church family. That's right. Well, you're listening to Church of the Week. My name is Mark Longoria, the host of this program and director of ministry development here at AM630 KSLR. Thank you for joining us today as we're getting ready to wrap up our program. just have a few more questions as we're interviewing Pastor Jaime Jimenez of Creekside Fellowship in New Braunfels, Texas. Pastor, what can someone, uh, what should someone know about uh, Creekside if they're uh, listening to this and want to go out and and uh, take a look at what the church is about. What is something that they should know about the church itself? We have. Well, I, I think I'll just I'll just echo what a lot of people that come and visit or you know, are part of our church even today. We love the love that we feel in here. We feel like family. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't look at how you look on the exterior. We believe God has a purpose for you on the inside. And it be, that's where it begins, really, Mark. It yes. begins on the inside. Mm-hmm. Amen. Um, tell me about the style uh, of your teaching. What's it? Very, uh, well, I, I'm, I borrow a word that I once heard. It's relevant. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe that it needs to be uh, driven by the, uh, where, rather, the, the word has to be spoken. You'll, what you'll find when you walk in is a lot of people just loving on you. You'll, you'll walk into the what we call just a coffee area and donuts and then the children's ministry. Mm-hmm. Then you'll walk, keep walking past that into our what we call our worship center. And inside you'll see you'll have music going on. The people can expect to find a lot of just uh, contemporary music, what you hear in this, on this radio station, for yeah. example. And that's the kind of music they can expect. Also, just the messages 
are relevant. They have to do with practical everyday living mm-hmm. and getting through some of the things that people struggled with or are challenged with. Yeah. What are some of the things that God has uh, put in your heart to do that maybe you're just now starting or you haven't started yet, but there's kind of like a dream and a vision that you want to get to? That's very good. Uh, it's a good question. Um, I believe that I we're going to get to to that point, that level, where I will train up enough men through Man Church, and they will begin to serve to train up young men mm. in the schools. I believe that um, there's a ministry up in Dallas, men, of, men and Women of Honor, I believe that they're, which they address a lot of the needs of youth in the schools. I want to have that as be, become part of what, who we are. I believe there's enough, uh, there's not enough of that, rather, in this, out there in the communities, I believe that we should be helping, and it's faith-based, This what I'm looking at, and it's it speaks of integrity, honesty, and so many of the great qualities that are needed to be seen, uh, needed in young men today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Pastor, appreciate you spending some time here with us. And My pleasure. It's been awesome getting to know you in the ministry, and thank you for what you're doing there in New Braunfels. For all of you that are listening as well, if you don't have a home church, and would love to... Uh, invite you to come out to uh, Creekside Fellowship, located at 2405 Lifehouse Industrial Drive, number 213. Uh, that's in New Braunfels. Uh, for more information, you can call 830-708-7503. Again, the number is 830-708-7503. If you want to log on uh, to the website, you can do so by uh, clicking on clifenow.com. That's the letter C lifenow.com. Services are Sunday morning at 1030 over at Creekside Fellowship. Um, we'd like to uh, thank you once again, Pastor, for being here with us. It's been thank my you. pleasure. Thank, thank you, you to you Mark. and your congregation, and uh, Lord bless everything that you're doing out there in New Braunfels. Uh, for the rest of you listening in, thank you so much for tuning in to uh, the Word in South Texas AM 630 KSLR. My name is Mark Longoria, Director of Ministry Development here. You've been listening also to this program called Church of the Week. I hope you find a local church that you can be a part of. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.